Welcome to Bearish. We're not financial professionals, and this is not financial investment advice. Enjoy the episode. All right, episode That's 10. 10 episode. Says, I mean, DA. Episode uh, 10. Hola. Stock market crash. <laughs> COVID. Bad. <laughs> Thoughts? And that's the episode. <laughs> Very bad. Didn't like it. Very COVID, sad. Mm, stock market. Sad, mm. sad face. Mm. And that's about how it was. Thanks. Thoughts? Is there anything to learn from it? Stock market crash. Don't invest during a pandemic. Because <laughs> you'll lose. You Unless it's COVID. For some reason, within 20 days, it was all-time highs. Which it was cool. right back where it was, baby. <laughs> Oh, I wish I wrote that. I, I actually don't know how long it took. I think it took Let's like the the summertime. I don't have Bro, the yeah. stimmies. Yeah, I think it was summertime. I think it was three or four months. Yeah. Or stimmies. Yeah. The stimmies. stimmies. We're just being catapulted in. Said he or have to. Mm-hmm. And, the Fed, and the Fed said, yeah, we're not going to let it go down anymore. Yeah, I no, like that. We don't like. We like, I like when they do money. That. Yeah, they should do it more often. You know, the yeah. biggest, the biggest Dow drops ever, the COVID crash had three of them. Three of the top twenty. In one, like, point, like three in one. No, like point wise, three oh, well, like of the saying. biggest drops. What were they? In the top twenty. Uh, March, the first one. March sixteenth, twenty twenty, the Dow dropped two thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven points. Isn't that yes. like recession level? I thought. I mean, it's all relative because of percentage-wise. It no, was the okay. second percentage-wise, but the first point-wise. What's yeah. funny about How it? It's kind of like normal, though. Two thousand nine hundred and ninety-seven in one uh, day. The Dow dropped. It's kind of been like normal. Like it was up nine hundred points the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's like. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Like, the second oh, one. Cool. The second one, March twelfth, twenty twenty, was the fifth most percentage-wise, but the second most point-wise. That was 2,352 points. And what's the... The third one was 13th percentage, 13th in, uh, 13th percentage-wise. Third most point-wise, and that was 2,013 points on March 9th, 2020. Yeah, that can't be good. So what about the gains? They probably had the best gains, too. Like, they was up, like... Actually, I think... Hold on. Actually, I have the tab right here. They just canceled them out. Uh... Gain on March twenty fourth, twenty twenty, it shot up twenty one hundred points. There you go. That was fourth most percentage wise, but the most ever point wise. Um, March thirteenth, twenty twenty, it shot up nineteen hundred eighty five points. That was the second most point wise, eleventh most, eleventh most, <laughs> most percentage wise, and hey. then. <clears throat> What's what was April? what was April the market high? 1600. What was the market high pre COVID crash? Twenty nine thousand three something. Yeah, we've surpassed it. And I what's think it in at every now? index? Now it's at thirty thousand, thirty one thousand. Hasn't yeah, the Dow, S P, and Nasdaq all surpassed what they were pre COVID? Yeah. All right, but it happened so fast. It happened so fast. So on Way February eleventh. At Fe- on February 11th, it was 29,276. This is the Dow. And on March 23rd, it went. It was all the way down to 18,000. So that's almost an 11,000 point drop in a little over a month. Jeez. Well, let's break it down a little bit. Why exactly does it fall so fast? And Well, so so the market Reminder doesn't of like what the S&P 
What's, right. what's a reminder of the S&P and the Dow really quick, just so people understand? It's just a different index. S&P yeah. has 500 companies. The Dow has, oh, I forgot. Yeah, I don't know. They're just different indexes 30. of yeah. that with whole, with Dow like, yeah, 30, yeah. big time stocks. But um, no, you're right. It's and the they're uncertainty used thing. to show they're used to show the health of the market, right? Correct. Yeah, and the Nasdaq Overall. is typically tech tech stocks. Um, okay. But it's like it's like what happened in 2008 with the banks. People kind of lost trust with money. It's a big kind of trust thing, and these guys mm-hmm. with millions of billions of dollars are trusting other people with their millions and billions of dollars and once they even hear just a tad bit of what could go wrong they withdraw that and Mm -hmm. then those big time money move guys are making the big waves and everybody else just kind of falls basically everybody is liquidating their assets and turning it into cash so they have they can make different moves and have cash on hand so they're not completely screwed with with no kind of money and right. they can't work with it anywhere. And so that's basically why it just in these big kind kind of like market crashes, they just tank and they tank real, real quick. Well, this one was the COVID one was different because, like you said, in 2008, it was the banks and people were losing their houses and everything. In 2001, it was like just a big tech bubble, you know, but this one was a pandemic. It was, you know, it was a virus. And no one really knew how that was going to affect it. So they were like, oh, I mean, I'm just going to be I'm just going to be sure of it and take my money out so I don't lose. Right. I don't potentially lose everything. The other ones were kind of like man made or where it was actually one, it was actual financial reasons. Right. Where know? this one was well, kind of out of the grasp of anybody, literally right. anybody. I mean, it had financial impact. But what we're trying to yeah. say is it was just a totally different cause. Yeah, exactly. For the effect of the market exactly. dropping. It's really mm-hmm. just a big old domino effect, to be honest. It was uncertainty, which kind of kicked it all off. Uh, market starts to tank. People start taking their money out. Then businesses have to say, you know what, because the laws, you guys can't come in here, which means we can't make sales. And then that goes on to consumers and then people at home, they can't buy anything because they don't even have income anymore. And it's just like a whole big spiral effect of like, initially it starts with uncertainty and then it just goes straight downhill from there. Dude, California has really suffered because of that too. Because they closed all of their, their restaurants down and their businesses down, they've like, people have been leaving in waves. And they, oh, yeah. they all of their like they so many small businesses went under because of that, and like the whole state as a result is like losing a bunch of money because their taxes are too high. Now they're just taxing people so much because they need. Yeah, the you're money. gonna see you're gonna see a um, problem with Cali, dude. There's gonna be a lot and a lot of people. There already is, but there's gonna be a lot of people leaving. COVID mm-hmm. has revealed that it's not everything it's cooped up to be. No. This Too many is, people. For sure. This is actually really interesting because outside of the market, let's take a step back. This is going to have effects for 10, 20, 30 years. Because think about schooling. Mm-hmm. Think about us as college kids. It's become a totally different game of how we do school. What kind of kid? Those, those are your most impressionable years. That's where you, you're molded the most. That's where you shape the most. What yeah. kind of kid... Yes is going to be able to be shaped by an online art class or gym class or language art, arts class. You're not learning a single thing. And the fact that they've been so far gone for, what, a year, year and a half now? Yeah, you are yeah. not going to be able to bring them back yeah. to actually yeah. learning. 
You're just not. You're just not. It's not possible. Those years yeah, are gone. It, they're going to be unteachable. It's scary as well because they're not getting social interactions. Like, can you imagine being five, six, seven, eight, and getting no actual social interactions? It's all on a right. computer you see screen. Everyone wearing a mask and everything. Yes, so weird, like, so weird. You can't go over to your friend's house and hang out or nothing like that. No, you. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a world of. I didn't even think about it from that that aspect. It's gonna be socially awkward. It's gonna be is. uneducated, unmotivated, yeah. and yeah. I don't want to work. I don't have to work. I like uh, you're not gonna make me work type thing. Like that's that's gonna be the mentality. Let's, it's hey, gonna be. Let's talk about that, Max. So, like you said, with the stimulus checks and the unemployment checks, I have I have tons of friends who make more off unemployment than they do their actual job, and they don't. They're not going back to work. Yeah, they they refuse to because why would you? Yeah, I have a buddy back home that because of a stimulus check, he took a trip to California for two or three weeks, and then came back and still didn't go to work. I don't blame the kid. Why no, wouldn't either. you do that? There is yeah, no reason not to do that. It's incentive to not go to work. Oh, I can I can relax at home and do what I want to do and get paid more than going to a miserable job and doing what I don't want to do. Yeah, oh, I'm a, I'm gonna sit here. That might it's, that it's might a mess with the that might mess with the nation's like actual growth more than we think. Because our right. GDP and, growth is already like subpar, like it's not too good. And when we're giving out more money <clears throat> to someone than they would from their actual job. I don't know, man. That's just so that's so bizarre. It's so weird. It's the same. I think there's things in place now <clears throat> saying that you can be fired unless you can prove like you have a substantial reason not to return back to work because yeah, like they've already caught on. They know people are just purposely not returning to work and One, giving bull difficult. excuses. Yeah, right. But But it's uh, the same it's, thing. It's just weird. It's the same mentality with the students. Like the longer you go, like being unteached, the un- the more unteachable you're gonna get. It's the same thing in the workforce. The longer you've gone unemployed, the less employable you're gonna be, because you're out of the workforce for so long. You're not in the swing of things. You're not in the groove of everything. And then you're gonna come back and have to, you know, trudge back into it. Where it's just not gonna it's not gonna work. And that's gonna have that's gonna result full circle back into the market, the economy as a whole. It's yeah. just education is education is definitely a, a really big factor whenever you want to increase a country's GDP. Um, so if you th- back to your education point, Max, if, if uh, these kids don't have as fruitful of an experience, um, any country that that has a lack of education might have a problem. No, they, they really might have a serious problem with this. Um, maybe not us so much. No, it's no only a year. Action. So they, we might be able to bounce back from it. And I think you should give kids more a little bit more credit. They're a lot. They're a lot more flexible in terms of like the way that they can learn. So I, I have some nephews, actually, not nephews. I have cousins who actually are in uh, learning online. And the biggest problem is the motivation. And of course, when you're a kid, you have no discipline. You have to have your parents like discipline you and teach you discipline and teach you self-responsibility um so that's the biggest issue think about it i would say so so say the parents are gone they're at work exactly this is where the problem is gonna sit down on that computer (laughs) no that's the biggest that's that's the the biggest thing about school (laughs) yeah yeah i'm in college i have had parents who discipline me and tell me like how to do things the right way and i wake up and i'm like you know what I don't want to watch this pre-recorded lecture of my right. professor talking to a screen. 
and you do the dumbest things to not do your work. You'll sit there and stare at a wall for like as long as you can to be like, you know, I'm not going to do my work. I don't want to do this. And then you turn that video and don't even listen to it. So it's like, what's the, what's yes. the point of this? You put it on Are you guys talking about your times. colleges? Like, what, yeah. like your classes? Talking, talking about how kids, maybe like their parents are, you know, at work. So why would they... Why would they watch their lectures if I can't even get up the motivation to watch my lectures? It could like, be a well, learned behavior. Make a kid if do they, how do you so 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 we have a bias in that we've gone through the traditional school system, but imagine if you take a child who's never actually gone through a traditional school system and you taught them how to learn through a computer. We don't really know what that looks like, but that's not to say it's impossible. Right. It's just through our traditional sense of education. Um, it might not be feasible. And I think there's also some, like, I don't think pedagogy is the right word, but there's some psychological, re- uh, like, foundations based in, like, social learning and being in a, in a face-to-face place that you can't get when you are online and you're in a lecture. And that's, mm. that applies across the scope it, for kids or for, for college. So there is some merit to it, but I think, I think it's possible mainly because we haven't really given it a, a try from, like, haven't given it a try from like the ground up we're sort of jumping into it in the middle and that's why it feels like it's impossible it feels really hard because we started off with the traditional sense of learning but it may be possible if you if you tried going at it from a fresh start personally personally i i have learned over the past year nothing from my college nothing (laughs) nothing I mean, I'm, there's no way I'm going to sit down and read my textbook instead of, and we, we don't even, at least mine, I know some of you guys like have live classes and you may, be, you may even be able to go to classes, not me. I don't, I don't go to class. We don't have live classes. I'm supposed to teach myself with this textbook and it's just not happening. I see when an assignment is due, I'll do the assignment, I'll go on Quizlet, I'll do the assignment and I'll submit it by then. That's it. Yeah. I am not retaining any of this information and it's, and I'm willing to bet, ma'am. I'm willing to bet our educational growth is probably going to be it's going to be hit hard this country. Yeah, it's going to be hit. Yeah, it's going to be hit hard for a little bit. Definitely. I, I, I even bet you that uh, college um, attendance might even drop because people are starting to realize I can learn. I can learn a lot of this stuff on YouTube for, you know, for exactly. free. Dude, exactly. I don't get me started on YouTube. on YouTube than I have in. I mean, this is a bold right. statement, but almost my entire schooling, like my academic career, to be well, honest with you. That's what's, that's what's crazy is when people put things on YouTube, they're designing whatever they're teaching to be taught through this online platform. Like they've been doing it. They know how to do it. But when you go to school and you try to move these teachers who have been teaching in nothing but classrooms their entire life, they, they have no clue how to implement these classes in, in an online way. So at that point, why would you not watch YouTube? Why would you not watch someone who's been doing Khan this Academy. for... Right, exactly. Right, that's some kind of, some kind of video thing who's been doing this kind of online teaching mm-hmm. like almost their entire existence. So they're going to know how to do it. Yeah, it is so a different almost amazing. no point. Yeah. Right. Yeah, an amazing um, experiment you could do an amazing experiment you could do is literally just don't put your kid in school and then put them through Khan Academy and see what happens. You could learn theoretically, you could learn K through 12 education is on Khan Academy and focus on them being a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's this, there's this idea. I think it's Finland where they, they, they have school. They have no homework in Finland. 
good for them. That's probably right. very for good they, for their that's, kids. That's probably they have no good. homework. That's a total. What side What they note, do in the school? That's good. Yeah. What they do in school is they they do the work in the school, and they ask questions. They discuss topics with the teacher. And then when they leave school, they're only at school for like four hours. And then the rest of the day, they're outside. Wow. They go and they play. They interact. They socially interact. They have time to be kids. And they're left to be they're, – they're trained almost to be inquisitive and to ask questions and to explore the world around them. And it's a whole mentality that they teach the kids while they're in school versus do these questions and then you get a grade and you're done. That's actually pretty. So good. it's also I, a mentality. I, I think we, we may see a huge shift in our education system. Just I was over at my girlfriend's house the other day, and her and her brother was doing art class via a Zoom call. And I'm thinking yeah, to myself, bro. this dude doesn't even have paint in front of him. Like he's literally just literally. looking at the screen. And first, and my and sister does all, gym. Second of all, what do you need to do art for? Like, what do you like that? You're not you're not going to use art class. You're not going to. Bro. You know what I mean? Like it's cool to it's cool to paint sometimes, but a, a thing that I'm talking about <laughs> with like what I've learned, you know what I mean? Like it could be cool for some people. Some people might like it, but yeah. it's not going to lead you anywhere. Like you're not gonna. That's not. I, I painted in high school. You're not going to put that on a job application. You know what I mean? It's not. It doesn't. Lead Unless to you're any, applying to be a painter. It doesn't lead to any <laughs> intelligence. You know what I mean? I'm like. <laughs> I disagree. Actually. No, dude. No. The, no. What do you I define think, by think, intelligence? There's so, there's so many there's so many classes that are totally not needed in school. It's just a waste of time. Like, like I, I didn't I learn about the, taxes. I see the point for them though. But I see the I didn't point. I learned about from taxes it, it, in school. I didn't learn about investing in school. I didn't right. learn about money. None of that. But for those, those art nice classes things. and stuff, I think it's more of a way to stimulate people and be like, oh, maybe you do like this, or this is a different way of thinking. I think yeah. that's the purpose for it, rather than how good can you draw? Yeah, you know? yeah. Jared, it I sounds mean, like you're referring to more left brain stuff rather than right brain. The left brain stuff is the logical things, the things that are yeah. are are pretty. Uh, they involve algorithmic thinking. They're step by step, very mathematical. Versus right brain thinking, which is like creative writing, yeah. reading. Do, uh, painting, doing creative, creative activities, and that's what—that's a different type of intelligence. It's not I may have, necessarily I may have less explained useful. that a little like off, but what I'm trying to say is you're a little one biased. Of is, one but of it's them okay. is needed. Ta- like, like you don't learn for about life. Taxes. Yeah, right. That is kind of crazy. There's like so financial many things literacy you don't learn about that. Financial literacy only, as a whole. There's so many things you don't yeah. learn about in school that you really need in real life. That is that is very world. true, and and that's why people everybody were kind of borderline taught the same but that's kind of why people stray in so many different ways after they get out of school because we all have different financial literacy some people have a lot of it and some people have none of it like they say if you give like a homeless person or an extremely poor person millions and millions of dollars within a short period of time they're just going to become poor again because they don't know how to manage it they don't know where to put it they end up buying liabilities that they have to pay out rather than buying assets that'll create them more revenue. That's, that's basically the whole premise of giving yeah. of the idea of like giving a poor person money and seeing what they do with it. Or, or just someone with no financial literacy, right, right, regardless exactly. if they're poor or rich, right, they would just correct. spend it. Well, <clears throat> let's look on the flip side, not the downside of the market. Now the massive upside that just came from COVID, which has been equally as unexplainable 
yeah. and impressive as the downside. It actually doesn't make much sense how we are where we are. Big tech did not take a hit as, as much as I thought it would. That's what kept big us tech, alive, though. Big tech is, big tech skyrocketed, dude. Like, yeah, that's that's what we used. That's I'm that's happy. Who more searches on Google, more YouTube watch, more watching on YouTube. All these these platforms we use on a daily basis, they just profited so much from the ad revenue because more people went online and started using those services. It's crazy. Dude, I, think, I actually I, have some. Before you go, Max, it's it's funny you guys uh, literally went into the topic that I wanted to get into. I have like um, a few stocks written down on my whiteboard right here that from their lows to their highs right now. One of them is Zoom. We all use Zoom. Oh, Zoom wow. is a household name. It's a verb now. Um, Jeez. In Mar on March twenty third. That was like that's like the bottom. March twenty third was like the bottom of the market, and then right after that, everything's been up since then. So I'm gonna use March twenty third as the reference point for all of these stocks. Zoom on March twenty third was one hundred fifty nine dollars, and uh, it, it was going it was already going up because people kind of already knew what was gonna happen. One fifty nine right now it is at four thirty two. Hmm. Max, one of your favorite stocks, Roku, Roku reached a low it. of sixty nine yeah. on March twenty third. And Roku, as of today, what's today? I was in that at 90 bucks. Today, at February 11th, 2021, it is at $466. Another one. Okay. Favorite Why Roku? Stream yeah, it? That's a, that's a good question, TV. man. People okay. are sitting at home. It's probably just watching TV and and streaming different kind of services. Yeah. that's yeah. That'd be my yeah. guess. It kind of it's, it's a platform that encapsulates like all those streaming platforms. So, I have a Roku. Yeah. You guys have Roku. I mean, like cool. my college, yeah. my college gave out Rokus, so it's definitely That's like crazy. A, That's actually yeah, it's cool. definitely yeah. It's it's gonna be. I don't know if it's worth four hundred sixty six dollars, but I feel. Where were the I other stocks? Square, Square hit a low of forty bucks, and Square is at two sixty eight now. What is Square? Is that the the it's thing that allows service. you to do like yeah yeah yeah? Yep. PayPal. Well, it's like you can swipe credit cards on your phone. Yeah. They have this piece of technology. That's one thing they do. They do a lot of other stuff though. Besides, it's owned the, by Jack Dorsey. Twitter. Besides CEO the, of Twitter. The tech stocks that have thrived. What about like the other massive comebacks? I feel like that's. I feel like you can attribute it to like three main topics, and one of those is definitely people being stuck at home who just receive stimulus checks, who have nothing better to do. There's no sports, no gambling. Let's watch this little graph turn green and red and see if we can time it right to turn my stimulus check of two grand into, you know, see how much I can get it, get it to. And I feel like that's been a lot of why the market has acted in such unnatural ways compared to the past. Retail. That's all these big wigs. Yeah, they're pissed off because it's not acting in a normal way or what it used to act in in any way shape or form because there's new clueless people getting into it and seeing what they yeah. can do some people were out of jobs and they got you know unemployment checks stimulus checks and they wanted to find ways to make money so they chose right. the stock market and they put their money into the stock market and I, I mean that probably happened to so many people and that's why it bounced so quickly and along with the fed and interest rates were cut. we know more about bonds that's probably the second way yeah. So I mean, how how do we, the interest we, rates? We've kind of talked about this before in other episodes, but in order to stimulate the economy, 
the, the Federal Reserve will cut interest rates on bonds, which are risk-free, you know, securities. Uh, at one point, they were below, they were far, far below 1%. Uh, historical inflation averages are 3%. So if you were to put your money into a bond, you would, you would literally be losing money to inflation. So that's crazy uh, because yeah, they're, they're known as have, risk-free. You kind of have no choice, but to put money into the stock market. Right. Um, into, into equities. And that's yeah. what made them skyrocket because nobody has money in bonds because what was once known as a, as literally they teach you in school, this is risk-free you will make a steady income by investing in this. It may not be huge, but it is a steady income. Has you now will be turned paid, to, You will be paid back. Right. With some interest now here. has turned into you'll lose money. Mm -hmm. So there is actually zero reason to be in a bond right now, which leaves equities as one of the only things to be in, which and is this, stocks. And that kind of, we didn't talk about this, that kind of messes with the evaluations of companies. So if you're like me, you know, long-term yeah. value, you, you, you almost raise the value of said company because you're not gonna make money into a bond. So you have to put your money into a stock to make money. So like some of these, like Penn National Gaming dropped to $4. It's at 112 now. United Rentals, Logan, you were in this one, dropped to 70 bucks, 280 now. Disney yeah. went down to 85, 193 now. I mean like, I mean a lot of these, I say a lot of these companies are overvalued, but I'm almost to the point where, I mean, it's hard to say that now because when you take into it's account interest rates and bond and bond yields, I mean, why would you put your money into a bond? Like you're not right. going to, you're not going to make money. So who's to say these are overvalued? You know, you can Where's say- Where's the money based used to their, be divided? Yeah, you can say, you can say based on their earnings and if you're thinking of it, you know, business wise, it's- you know how many how much of those earnings are you going to receive as an investor based on your share of mm -hmm. a stock but now it's just it's people are looking at it like stock certificates and pieces of paper and what what is someone going to pay for this you know down the line and that's kind of how you have to look at it now there's no there's no value and there's no value investing right now and now, it's for good reason think... too i'm not i'm not you know i'm not talking bad about how other people trade it's for good reason because do you, you know, think you, you, when you put money into these the returns on bonds go back up do you think the market as a whole will drop because then people saying, will yeah. start pulling their money from it mm -hmm. I've, I've been i've been saying that so the federal yeah. reserve and if anyone doesn't know what that is it's the central bank of the united states of america you know they control the monetary uh, policy and all that stuff they have they've said that they won't raise interest rates until 2023 so what's going to drop the market when interest rates are going to stay at or below 1%. Usually when you exactly. usually the historical averages for a bond is around 5 to 6%. If they raise them to that, you will see a lot of people, mainly older people taking their money out of the stock market and putting into bonds because it's risk-free. Uh, exactly. it's it's a solid percentage. 6% is good. That's a that's a solid percentage in return on your money and you don't even have to look at it. You're you're going to get that money. Market um, average is yeah. like 10% if, if Right, I'm market correct. average 7 to 10%. Bond average five to six percent, and how low it is now, it's at or below one percent. So you can see just how how people are almost being forced to put their money into securities and right. stocks. Right. And Jared, you've said it before. It's it's not an investment market anymore. It's a trader's market. It's when when can I hit this, and how can I time it correctly? And when bonds, as of right now, are literally losing you money, historically, people would be split between bonds and 
in equities. You you put a certain percentage in one and a certain percentage in other and another based on your risk appetite and how much risk you wanted to take on. When you put right. more in bonds, you're taking on a substantially less risk. When you put more in equities, you're taking on a lot more risk. There's a lot more volatility involved in it. And so now that bonds are completely out of the equation, mm-hmm. like Jared said, it's not even like these guys are overvalued anymore. It's I have no other alternative, so I will put my money in this. But Logan made a good point. As soon as interest rates switch, you better believe there's going to be tons and tons of money being taken out of equities and thrown into bonds. And that's just could possibly be the start of the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The start yeah. of something really blowing up in a lot of people's faces. And it's going to be interesting to see when it does happen because there's a lot of not fully. I'm not saying we're the most ed- educated. But at least we've recognized this. There's a lot of people that don't even know how that works that are in the no market. Clue. And so they're going to be completely blindsided, not knowing what happened to their money and where it went and why it was such a sudden drastic change. Yeah. I think it's, it's an interesting topic. by the dip, boys. <laughs> I think it's an interesting topic talking about are things overvalued because anyone's initial answer right off the bat i feel like has to be yes because you look at prices today and you say they're absurd they're ridiculous it makes no sense but then with bond returns being the interest rate i think you said being one percent is it overvalued or is that exactly where it should be exactly that's what i'm saying like you you can't really you have to when you when you evaluate a company you a lot of people compare it to the bond the bond yields right At, at the at this particular moment in time and when, when you look at the yields, you know, below 1% at 1%, how can you put a cap on some of these companies? You know what I mean? Like, you really can't. So, I, I mean, like you said, Logan, at first glance, yes, they look incredibly expensive, incredibly overvalued. But at the same time, I'm not going to, you know, down someone for putting money into the stock market right now because where else are they going to put it? It's interesting to see all these big time guys who have been in it their whole entire life kind of have a freaking out mentality or a bearish mentality and everything like this isn't supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. This isn't normal. The type of market we're in is not historically correct, but it's like none of what has happened in the past year has been historically correct. No one (laughs) even knows what is going on. So how can you even compare it to anything? You just can't. You can't compare what is going on to anything like it, it is so new that you kind of just have to take it in stride and be like, you know what? This is what it is right now. I'm not saying it's the new normal, but it's at least normal for now. So we mm-hmm. have to play it. You know, we got to play with, with what's in front of us. And that's, right. just, yeah. that's just what it comes down to. Yeah. And just for the future, I hate saying things like, for a fact, I know this is going to happen, or for a fact, this will happen. But um, if anything, this past year has shown us you can't say that. But as soon as interest rates go back up on these bonds, I don't want to say for a fact it will happen, but just be on the lookout because something will happen. Something, yeah, something will happen. And it could be the stock market beginning to tank. So be on the lookout, be cautious of it because. But then again, what if they raise them? What if they, so what if they raise them to like 2%? What if they don't even raise them to historical averages? You know what I mean? Like this could go, they they could drag this on for years and years and years. And you can see the market. It's so expensive right now. You can, you can see, I mean, I can maybe if they don't, if they don't raise them to historical averages, I can see the market trading sideways for, for a few years. 
You know what I mean? To like, be honest. to be honest, I mean, because the earnings, the valuations for these companies, these companies would have to produce such high earnings, it's almost impossible. Yeah. But at the same time, it all depends on how you look at investing. Me, I look at it that way. Other people, you know, it's a stock certificate. It's, it's, a, it's a piece of paper. Is someone going to pay more for this than I am right now? That's all that matters. It's all. It all depends on how you look at it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how long this this takes to quote unquote correct or where it even goes or how it even happens. But right now, like I said, you just kind of got to take it in stride because Jared, they could raise them to not historical averages, and then yeah. what does that mean for investors or right now traders? Basically, yeah. there's so I much up in the air that you just really have to play it day by day because. Like we said the other day, the market was up 900 points, and then now it's just kind of fizzled out. And then tomorrow it's going to be down, you know, a thousand points. It's just so up in the air, and right now it's almost like a timing rather than investing. Yeah, in the immediate future, though, I see nothing, nothing with the market that's going to make it go down or anything like that. There's no, there's yeah. nothing that will drive it down, really. Right. When so, the way I look at it is like it's sort of like you're at a train station. And you're watching all these trains go by and these are all the these are all the stocks that are moving up and down. And you're just waiting for the right train to go to the right destination where you want to be. And then you put a little money on that train and if it works out, it'll take you to the moon. I'm mm-hmm. looking for the rocket ship. I don't think a train will take you to the moon, Mike. <laughs> is this, is I'm this doing the math on that one. Be Mike, imaginative. <laughs> no trains. Trains only go so far. Yeah. <laughs> We Rocket want a ships SpaceX one that go. goes to Pluto. <laughs> there you go. We need a starship. All right. Yep. We've hit on pretty much quite a few topics a... tonight. Yeah, we did. Yeah, that was good. Did. I think I think it we're was. good. I think that's good. All right. We're, we're good. Good. Yeah. good. Are we doing boy? outros or are we screwing that one off too? Nah, gotta gotta <laughs> have the outro. Yeah. Hey, hold on, hold on. Before we out, before we do the outro, uh, I want to tell. Hang the on. The, the 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 five. To six to seven people listening, that we are we are doing a giveaway. Like you guys, we are doing a giveaway, and if you don't follow us on uh, Instagram or YouTube, do that. Go to uh, go to our most recent post, like it, tag three friends, and you will be entered into a twenty five dollar Amazon gift card giveaway, and that winner will be announced shortly. When is shortly? Do we right, actually know that? Next week, something like that. Yeah, it'll be it'll be some yeah around then yeah. <laughs> All right, what? Can we put a date on it or no? Good luck. Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Next week. Out us out, Mike. Get us out of here. Let's go, go, Dude, go. <laughs> Tag All friends right, well, now. hope you guys enjoyed. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. That was bound to happen. I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching this episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to leave a like on the YouTube video. Uh, and hit subscribe so you guys get updates of when we upload. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you get push notifications straight to your lock screen. Um, we're also on audio. So if you're listening on audio, make sure to give us a follow on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And make sure to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. It lets us know you're listening and we really appreciate it. Finally, if you want to do uh, the giveaway or enter in the giveaway and keep in touch with us and ask us questions, we're on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and we have a Discord server. So feel free to hop on and ask us questions and chat with us. We're happy to listen. Love that, um, so with that, hopefully you guys enjoyed the episode and we'll talk to you later. Peace. Yeah, Lovely. See you.